Well, welcome to the Hunt Back Country podcast. This is a, a special episode to let you know about a new giveaway that we are kicking off here in June of 2023. And actually, we're going to be doing a monthly giveaway all summer here. Um, so there's going to be a giveaway in June, July, August, and September, and perhaps into the fall as well. We're still outlining some things. But the whole goal here is to just really give you guys an opportunity to win some great gear each month. Uh, here in June of 2023, we're giving away a pair of binoculars from Sig Sauer. They have some image stabilizing binoculars that Steve and I have used in past years and were impressed by. And then just recently, they released an update to them with even better glass and optics, but with the same image stabilizing technology. So I actually haven't even gotten my hands on this new unit yet. They were just released, but definitely something I'm going to personally check out. And you guys can win a set this month. So to enter this giveaway, just go to exomountaingear.com forward slash podcast, or you can look for that same link in the show description. And that's our main podcast page where you can get all of the podcast episodes and search by keywords and browse by topic. But on that page, you'll see a section for the giveaway. And all you need to do is just enter your email address there. So if you enter your email address, you'll be entered into the giveaway. Uh, we're not gonna you know, sell, share your information or anything like that. It just allows us to stay in contact with you in the future via email. Um, and then that's it. If you already do receive our emails, but you're interested in this giveaway, go ahead and enter your email address again. Cause again, that lets us know that you want to enter this specific giveaway. So this giveaway is going to run through the month of June, and then we'll pick the winner at the end of the month. And then as we roll into July, we're going to have a new giveaway from another company with a new product. So we'll be sure to let you know about that. Go ahead and hit pause and enter the giveaway now, and then you can come back. And we actually spoke with Anthony from the SIG Optics team about this new binocular, some other optics topics, and more. So stay tuned for the rest of this podcast if you want to dive into that conversation and hear more about SIG Sauer Optics. As always, guys, this isn't like uh, we're not sponsored by SIG. We have no business affiliation with them. We simply choose through the Hunt Back Country podcast, Steve and myself, to stay independent um, and use gear that we like. And yes, at times we'll like reach out to a brand such as SIG that we know and enjoy products from and just ask them to help support the podcast, which is all that they're doing here. So we're excited about the companies and other prizes that we have lined up for the giveaway throughout the summer and really want to do it to thank you guys for listening and supporting the show and give you a chance to win some great gear. So again, go into the giveaway if you're interested and then stay tuned for this conversation with Anthony. Anthony, welcome to the podcast. How are you, man? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. You and I were, uh, I think exchanging some emails or phone calls or something like that. And you're in between trips. And one of them, I think was a shoot, was it an NRL hunter shoot or something else here recently you just did? Yeah, it was an NRL hunter, uh, out in the belts, Montana. So yeah, I've, uh, I've caught the bug of long range shooting and I've really, uh, tried to attend as many of the events as, uh, work allows me to this year. And I think that's my, uh, I want to say my fourth one this year. Uh, but 
that was one of the coolest locations for a match. Um, I did I shot a match out in Tennessee at the beginning of the year and then did one in uh, East San Diego and at Mason Valley. And then I did this belt one and then I'm leaving again actually tomorrow to go back to Montana for another match. Um, but uh, yeah, the, the setting for the belt match for NRL Hunter was just incredible. And it was just such a great group of guys. And, um, you know, the NRL Hunter events are just so cool because it's all like-minded people. Everybody hunts and everybody's there to have a good time. And, you know, obviously everybody is there to compete, but at the same time, we're just having fun. And uh, we had a freaking blast out there, man. Yeah. Awesome. Steve and I have talked about doing some of those, but our schedules never like we just don't have any free time. <laughs> yeah. It's it's tough. It's you know, it's like one of those like off season things um that I get to uh partake in now and it's you know part of work. So I get to get out there and test products and uh make it a part of my job. So it's it's kind of a dream come true. So yeah, pretty awesome when a, a hobby like that and work yeah uh, collide. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hunting and long range shooting collide and uh, it's for work. So I can't complain. Not bad. So yeah. what it, for work, uh, explain kind of your role with SIG. What do you do? Yeah. So, um, I, so name's Anthony. Um, so I am the product manager here for our observation category. So what we deem observation is our uh, non-range finding binoculars and spotting scopes. And then I also, on the other end of the spectrum, uh, completely opposite end of the spectrum, I also manage our uh, weapon light category. So, um, so we're in the process of revamping both of these categories. And obviously, what we're talking about today is more based off of uh, observation, but uh, it's pretty, you know, two unique categories for us because we're just in the midst of uh, kind of relaunching everything and kind of getting everything up to date, but two polar opposite uh, categories. So it's, it's pretty fun, you know, getting to wear different hats and, you know, my passion is, you know, hunting outdoors and, and shooting. And uh, so it's, it's kind of cool to get to wear multiple hats and get to do, you know, I would say, different things on a different day, you know, I get to go, you know, on a hunt or go on a long range shoot. And then, you know, next week I'll get some new lights in and get out testing with pistols or weapon lights for rifles. And um, so I get to get to run the gamut of uh, firearms and testing here. So it's pretty fun. It's a lot of fun. This is a, a question I didn't plan to throw at you. So sorry if I'm catching you off guard, but it just made me curious, like, you have this background in hunting and shooting in the outdoors, uh, both personally and professionally, uh, but it hasn't always been in optics. So I'm just curious, like what, is there an example of something you've learned more, like had a misconception about optics maybe before this role that uh, you just see things a little bit differently now? Yeah, I would say, you know, I, I mean, my background's pretty, it's a pretty wild background as far as uh, I have far from the hunting industry. You know, I didn't grow up, you know, a family that ever hunted my family didn't own firearms growing up now my dad owns you know 20 guns now but uh it was pretty it was an interesting you know bringing up i was born and raised in san diego um you know i was action sports junkie and um you know my dream was to work in the action sports industry and i worked in uh, product management at uh, dc shoes for like 13 years and uh worked a lot of lot with uh you know athletes there and um you know you're I think I got into hunting probably when I was like, I don't know, 20, 21 years old and, you know, really caught the bug there. And, uh, just, I'm the kind of guy that if, if I'm going to do something, I don't just tippy toe into something. And I just went full send 
and uh, you know everything changes in your life, and you know what you what you're interested in in one part of your life changes, and um, you know I just, just wanted to get into the outdoor industry, and you know I worked my butt off to make connections and network with people, and um, you know I ended up uh, landing a job at Benchmade Knives uh, prior to this. And that's what got me up into Oregon out of San Diego and uh, Orange County area down in Southern California and um, chased that. And I was a hunting product manager at Benchmade Knives and did also their EDC knives. So, you know, from shoes to knives and then was there for a while. And then this position opened up. Um, you guys know Troy Hellman and he, you know, recommended this role for me and he's actually working here now too. So that's kind of full circle there, but, uh, um, yeah, I just kind of went for it and, uh, you know, it was originally, it was the lights category and, uh, thermal and I, you know, knew a little bit of lights and I knew a little bit about thermal, but not a ton. And, uh, when I got in here, I was, you know, talking to my boss, um, and I was like, man, I was like, I would love to revamp this observation category. And, you know, this is my passion is, you know, what I'm gung ho about and what I spend all my time doing is out in the field hunting. And my favorite part of hunting is glassing, um, you know, picking apart terrain and, you know, it's like a treasure hunt every time. Um, so that is like one of my favorite things to do when I'm hunting. And I uh, just, you know, obviously there was a category here that was, I think, you know, it was managed and, uh, you know, there was tons of opportunity to kind of revamp it. We had some really cool products with the Zulu 6 and, uh, he, you know, gave me the reins and said, go for it. So, um, you know, learning about uh, the observation category of binoculars, it's 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 been a really fun process. I have a really great team here and I've learned a ton. You know, I've only been here uh, going on about two and a half years um, and we have, you know, just an amazing team of, uh, from a, you know, from the optic side, from, uh, you know, our, our senior, um, uh, 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 optical designer, Brad, um, has taught me just a ton and just taken me through everything and, you know, understanding the ins and outs when you, you know, you can be a user of the product, but then when you get into the ins and outs of like, you know, different style prisms, different coatings, different, uh, you know, mold textures, um, obviously different prescriptions, all that stuff. Um, it gets pretty, it gets pretty intense, but, you know, as long as you want to learn and dive into it, man, it's, it's such a cool, uh, such a cool thing to learn. So we want to talk a little bit about, you guys just uh, came out with an updated version of your image stabilizing binoculars, so the new yeah. Zulu 6 HDX, but Steve and I have both used the the previous version, just the Zulu 6. And when, when was that, Steve? 2020 maybe or 2021, I think, on that group bear hunt. That was the first time I remember using them anyway. Yeah, like, I don't remember which year, yeah. So cool concepts. Yeah. And then it it was like, you know, it's like, where does it fit, right? Like this image stabilizing binocular. Um, so I'm just curious to like start there. What have you seen yeah. before we talk about the, like the new HDX? Like what have you seen over the last few years has kind of been the use case for these image stabil stabilizing binoculars from hunters or uh, what have you? How do you see them used most often? Yeah, I, it, that's a that's, that's a great question. Um, you know, it's, it's pretty funny when I, prior to me working here, I, I was you know, you see those and they're pretty, it's a pretty polarizing product period just to look at, right? 
it looks like something out of you know Star Trek or Star Wars. It looks like a you know a flying vehicle almost. Um, so you know, first off, when you see him, a lot of people catches people's attention and they're like, "Oh, what's this?" Right? And uh, you know, people pick him up, and I you know I've never seen so many grown men smile at trade shows and events when you know people haven't touched him and they pick him up and they're just like, "Wow!" when they see it the first time. So. Um, you know, the way I position it and the way I use them is, you know, I especially love them for bear hunting. Um, the 16s for me is a, just a great sweet spot of, you know, the weight and how compact they are. They're just amazing for, you know, I can ditch a spotter. I can ditch a tripod sometimes depending on the country I'm going into, but like, you know, it's, I can glass on the move. Um, you know, if I'm, you know, hiking up a mountain or whatever, and I'm out of breath and I see something and I need to glass, you know, it, you know, takes all that shake out of your hands. Um, you know, if you're out of breath or whatever that may be, um, you know, from a side by side, you know, we don't market it that way, but, uh, you know, a lot of people are glassing from, you know, fire roads, especially out here in Oregon, you know, you're on cut roads and you're driving along and you want to glass. Um, you know, you can glass from a moving vehicle, which is pretty crazy. Um, and you know, for guides and outfitters, you can glass off of horseback. Um, it's just a, it, it's a unique tool to have in your, uh, in your quiver of optics. Um, I, you know, it's, it's not something that replaces everything, but it's something that, uh, just has so many different use cases, uh, for, you know, anybody that's hunting or, um, uh, you know even target shooting as well. Um, so, you know, I think a lot of people are, you know, they want the higher magnification, they want that horsepower, but they don't want to carry the weight. And that's the biggest thing there is like, you know, 16 by 42 Zulu six weighs just over 20 ounces. Um, you know, compare that to a normal 15 by 56 and try to handhold a 15 by 56 versus an image stabilized bino. It's, you know, handholding a 15 by 56 isn't really, you know, the best, the best option. So, you know, if I'm, I'm running those off a tripod. So, um, so yeah, I think, you know, the use case for those is it's just another tool to have in your, you know, uh, quiver of optics really. Um, and it's a very unique tool. So what made one thing that connected with me after using them, and then this actually came from a discussion with a friend of mine is he got he got a set of them to use primarily with his kids. And I thought mm -hmm. that is perfect, right? Like yeah. kids aren't as stable by default. Um, they're not obviously, you know, just very experienced running optics and things like that. And I was like, putting those in the hands of kids as you get your kids outdoors just seemed to make a ton of sense to me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we get, you know, we're at trade shows, you know, you have people that, you know, have shaky hands, um, just, you know, that's the nature of things. And some people have different issues and, um, that helps with that. Um, you know, you know, get in the hands of kids and, um, you know, even, uh, people that don't hunt, like my wife uses them all the time and she has glass with them. And, um, I, it's the number one piece of product I get asked for constantly just because people use them for so many different things outside of hunting, obviously. So let me ask you this, what's new in the the updated kind of HDX version? And this isn't like a a sales, like, give me the pitch yeah. question. This is truly like, I don't know. Like we made this podcast happen because I wanted to learn more about them. And I they when we scheduled this podcast, like they were just released. So I'm just truly curious. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff new, um, you know, 
I would say first off uh, prescriptions. Um, so originally we had the Zulu sixes only available in a 10 by 30 and a 16 by 42. Um, I think, you know, with, with everything that's happening with in, in the bio world um, is, you know, the bio world, optics world, whatever you want to call it, but uh, 10 by fifties are becoming very popular. 12 by fifties are obviously very popular. Um, I, I prefer to run 15 by 56 is a lot of the times where we live in Oregon, <clears throat> glass and clear cuts um, off of a tripod. So I, uh, you know, carrying a spotter here isn't, um, you know, it's not something I'm using all the time. It's very seldom that I'm using it. So, you know, I started looking at it and was like, all right, we've got 10 by 30, we got 16 by 42. What are some different prescriptions we can get in? Um, so we went after the 12s. Um, so we're releasing or we released a 12 by 42. Um, and then we also went after an even higher mag and we went after a 20 by 42. Um, so that is probably one of the biggest upgrades is, you know, having a 20 by 42 image stabilized bino that weighs, you know, 20 plus ounces um, that you can carry on your chest. Pretty, pretty incredible. Um, from the weight perspective, size and uh, compactness, the 12s and 16s and 20s are the same exact form factor. It's literally the you know lenses that are changing internally. Um, so that's a that's a huge uh, I would say I would say upgrade, but uh, introduction for the year. Um, the other features that we incorporated in. Uh, if we talk about glass, um, so we're using our HDX glass in this. So uh, what you're getting with that is increased light transmission and resolution and definition on target, on animal, whatever it may be. Um, one of the biggest, I would say, user feedbacks we always got was just, you know, we would love this if you improve the glass. So, you know, it's just direct user feedback, um, you know, from myself, from other people that are using them. Um, that's the one thing that, you know, I would say we pride ourselves in here is is listening to our consumers and listening to professional users is, you know, taking that feedback and incorporating it into new products. Um, so that um, the original ones were IPX4. These are IPX7, so they're fully waterproof. Um, so that was another big thing that we wanted to address there. Um, a lot of people are using these outside of the hunting space in marine space um, on boats. Um, you know, if you're out fishing and, you know, you're looking for a, a, a wad of, uh, you know, whatever you're looking for out in the ocean, uh, bait fish, um, you know, you can glass them up on the ocean and not worry about, you know, if you dump them in, you know, some water or something, they'll, they're not going to uh, get water. And so IPX7 was a big upgrade there. Um, the one of the biggest features that I was most, I would say, stoked on, to be honest, is the target mode so um how i explain that is the original mode had a single mode of image stabilization and we call that scan mode and basically what we wanted to do was find a way to increase the stabilization um, so the stabilization was already awesome um you know we're the only company in the hunting space that has this currently um outside of the hunting space in the birding world um and i would say marine world there's quite a few other companies that make image stabilized products. Um, but from the hunting side, we've been really the only people that have, I would say, pushed the boundaries here and, and actually, I would say, put our foot down and uh, kind of put the flag in the sand here. But uh, 
So what we wanted to do is increase stabilization and we work with um, our team here to figure out a way to do that. And what target mode is, is basically 50% more stable than the original scan mode. Um, so when you basically are scanning and we call them scan and target mode for basically, let's say I'm scanning terrain and find an animal or find a target, whatever it is that you're glassing and you want to just lock on to that you know, position that you're glassing, you basically toggle the on off switch. So you, from an on position, you go off and then back on and it basically stabilizes at 50% more than the current scan mode. Um, and it is literally like holding binos on a tripod in your hands. Um, and you can sit there single hand holding and, you know, spot impacts while you're shooting or while you're looking for animals. Um, you know, if you want to just sit there, your hands are tired for whatever reason, your arms get tired from standing up and glassing, you can literally sit there with one hand and glass. Um, it's pretty incredible. Um, so that was one of the big, I would say, one of the bigger features uh, with, you know, the new prescriptions, HDX glass, IPX7, and then target mode. And then um, we increased the durometer of the armor um, to make it a harder durometer. So basically the, the hardness of the rubber. Um, so we increased the hardness of that and then uh, made some subtle improvements to the battery cap as well. Um, again, direct user feedback. It used to be plastic. Now it's an aluminum hinge battery cap. So really just trying to think of, you know, all of the feedback that we get and make those improvements in the product while bringing new features as well. I feel like this should be a dumb question based on like everything I know about optics, but yeah, everything's different with image stabilization. So I guess in my head, the question I'm rattling around is if we pick say like the 10 X and the 20 X in this new HDX line, is the, is the 12 X still going to be easier to glass with like a traditional bino because of magnification or does the electronics and stabilization completely offset the extra shake that you would normally get at a higher magnification. Does that make sense? It completely offsets that. Yes. I mean, that is, that is literally what it's doing and it's offsetting all that shake that you would normally get out of a higher mag. Um, you are sacrificing field of view when you get up to the twenties versus a 10 or 12 or 16, obviously. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's, those are the biggest differences. Um, you know, it, yeah, as far as glassing with the twenties, it's literally like you were hand holding a pair of, yeah, uh, well, not even hand holding it. Yeah, it's it's like using the Zulu six and every single power. You just obviously you're getting more zoom on it and magnification there, and then you're obviously sacrificing field of view. But as far as you know, shakiness of a you know, if you had a pair of eighteen by fifty sixes in your hand, there's no comparison. Um, it is literally rock solid. Wild. What do you think? I know this is you know not even all these models are out yet, but. Is there a clear or would you anticipate there being like a clear bestseller option or is it, you know, there's a lot of variability in which uh, which power magnification folks may go with? Yeah, I mean, I think the 16s because everybody's used to them because uh, they've been out for a while now. I think that's kind of that's been our clear that's been our clear winner um, just because it's, you know, just enough high mag that people can't, you know, you can't handhold 15s and um you want some more horsepower 16s have been extremely popular um i don't I, you know the 20s i think will be popular um i don't you know depending on what kind of country you're in obviously 
Um, I don't think it would replace, you know, if I were to say the 16s or the 20s would replace the 16s, I don't think it will. I think the 16s will remain the king there just because it's a very versatile piece as far as like, you know, I can glass, you know, 500 yards away, still pick apart country pretty well. And then I can get out to, you know, you know, out to a mile and still pick stuff apart. Um, the 20s, due to the magnification, I would say you're kind of like getting into good glassing at like seven, 800 yards. You know, if you're looking pretty far away, um, I think that's where it really starts to shine. Um, those close distances with a 20 X, it, it gets pretty hard as you guys would imagine. Mm-hmm. Does light gathering is uh, assuming exit people still, I know the objective side of this is a very different yeah. looking lens than binoculars, but assuming that still applies of the higher magnification, maybe low light won't be as bright. Correct. Yeah. You know, I would say that the new version versus the older version, the light transmission on these is like exponentially better. Um, you know, I've I've gotten to use them a fair amount now through uh, bear season here in Oregon and just, uh, you know, myself and uh, others included. Um, the guys from Born and Raised have been running these for quite a while now. And uh, our whole team has been in and out of bear camp now for the last, I feel like it's been, what was it? about two months almost. And uh, everybody I talked to is just like from a last light, you know, low light conditions. Um, it's just been, you know, hands down much better than the original ones. So I've been pretty, pretty happy with the feedback we've been getting so far with them. I'll never forget that uh, when we had Cody up on Kodiak and he and I were hunting together, we had two, two does, according to my binoculars, it, 400 yards <laughs> and, uh, and cody's like no one on the right's a buck and i'm like no like i'm like this is super clear it's not a buck you're crazy you're just looking at bush yeah. behind his head or something you know and then, and then he handed me his you know he had the 16s uh and uh, handed them to me and i'm like son of a bitch like <laughs> i would have bet him a thousand bucks <laughs> so that's what's funny right i know you guys are glass stops right and i was uh, i was a glass snob you know, I still have a glass knob, but like, I was like, I was fairly confident, like prior to making these, I was like, there's no way these are going to replace my Zulu nines. Like I just like, you know, our Zulu nines are our like alpha glass in our line. And uh, it's got an abiconic prism. And like, I am just like all in on that, like 100%. And uh, I was like, there's no way these are going to replace those. No way, no way. And, uh, yeah, the Zulu nines, I haven't seen the, uh, I haven't seen my vinyl harness for quite a while just cause it's just, it's such a cool tool to have. And like, I don't have to sit down and, you know, sit down and set up a pad if I want to. And I'm just standing, you know, um, I can, you know, I'm moving, stop glass. I'm completely stable. Um, it's just, uh, it's a completely different tool and tell people see them for themselves. You know, I said earlier, like, Every trade show that we go to, people look through them and they just, they put this smile on their face like a mile wide. They can't believe what they're seeing, right? It's like magic. But um, it's uh, it's it's just a different tool. And uh, like I said, it's, you know, uh, in your quiver class, it's it's great to have everything, but if you can't have it all, you know, um, you know, you know, somebody doesn't want to carry a tripod and they just want to carry a pair of binos on the chest. Um, it's a, it's a great um, tool for them. I know Steve was asking about some other stuff that may be coming out later. 
Is there anything that you can share just in terms of the whole line, the product line that you're talking about revamping behind, uh, beyond the Zulu 6 stuff? Kind of a sneak peek of what's coming would be cool. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad to share that. Yeah. So um, as I mentioned earlier, you know, the goal this year was to relaunch our whole observation category in the binocular side. Um, Spotting scopes will be coming down, uh, coming in the future. Uh, But uh, this year we, you know, the biggest thing we wanted to do was, you know, just come out with a totally new look and uh, come out with some new glass and uh, different prescriptions and uh, really focus on, again, user feedback in the field. Um, our Zulu 9 and Zulu 7 have been in the line for probably five, six years. Um, and uh, the the mantra back in the day was uh, Stealth ID, and that was kind of our industrial design um, standpoint of, you know, what all of our product looked like. And, um, you know, when I first approached this, you know, I was thinking of, you know, trying to obviously first stand out in the world of uh, black binos and green binos, because everybody's got that, right? So we've you know, we are six hour and we're pretty, uh, you know, I'd say tactical company as far as, you know, what are, um, you know, from the firearm side and then from the optic side as well, you know, we sell a lot of rifle scopes, we sell a lot of pistol and red dots, rifle and red dots and all that. And, um, you know, starting to bridge out there, you know, look out and like what kind of colors are out there and kind of like where we wanted to start with everything. And, you know, um, the new Zulu 6 HDXs are FDE armor. So you'll see that kind of as a as a um, uh, storyline throughout. So you'll see a totally new look from from just that and the color perspective. And then, um, you know, we are relaunching the Zulu 9 and Zulu 7. So there'll be the Zulu 8 and Zulu 10s. Um, so when you guys see those, you guys will be like, wow, those look completely different. Um, prescriptions is another thing. Um, we kind of had a niche in the market with 11 by 45s and uh, 9 by 45s, and then we had a 15 by 56. So we're going to kind of reverse that rollback. We'll have a 10 by 42, a 12 by 50, and a 15 by 56 in the Zulu 10s. And kind of what we want to do is lead with our, you know, alpha glass as far as Zulu 10s go. Um, little touch points as far as ergonomics go um, some updated coatings on those as well and then uh, just really tuning in the glass and trying to get as you know the best glass that we can get Um, you know we're not going to be a Swarovski Um, our goal is to be you know a a 95% solution at a quarter of a price um, than Swaro Um, so I think that's our that's our biggest goal is you know making a a quality built product that people can get that is obtainable um, for somebody that maybe doesn't want to go out and buy a pair of NL peers that you know has you know x amount of dollars and they want leftover money for tags Um, but the glasses it it is damn good glass and you know Abbey Coney prisms in the Zulu 10s and then uh, roof prism standard roof prism in the uh, in the Zulu 8s but yeah I think uh you know, you put them head to head with a lot of stuff and, you know, there's obviously glass knobs out there like us and, uh, you know, you might notice the differences, but 90, I would say 90% of people can't tell the difference. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's great glass. It's, um, the ergonomics are completely updated. Um, the industrial designs updated, colors updated, all of the above. So, um, we'll have the Zulu 8s and Zulu 10s should be launching in, uh, towards the end of July. So right before hunting season. I'll say, is it the, the current 1556s Zulu 9? Yeah. Yeah. 
when I, I had 2021, I had my Frank Church sheep tag and I, I wanted to pack some 15s with me and I grabbed grabbed your guys's, I grabbed the Vortex, I grabbed Maven and I grabbed the SLCs, Swaro SLCs, did a boatload of testing, right? Yeah, more more time than I care to admit on glassing just from my house where I could see a couple miles of country and deer every evening. And I ended up packing the SIGs, like they were, were tied with the Swaros for me. Um, and there's something about the SIGs. They were just really easy on my eyes. They, they were um, said I had I could have taken any one of those four pairs with me and yeah. took the SIGs. I was very very impressed with them. That's great to hear. Yeah, I think you know it's not a lot of people think of SIG as a, a manufacturer for binoculars, um, and that's you know that's obviously why we're talking today, and um, you know we're trying to you know I would say shout from the tallest building we can and let people know that we are making a, you know, a quality binocular at, you know, at X price point. And, um, you know, it's, it's affordable glass for somebody to get into, but like you said, I mean, you could have carried anything you wanted, right. You got them all yeah. and, and that's what you picked. So, um, and everybody's different, right. Everybody's, you know, comfort's different to other people. And, um, you know, whether those were easy on the eyes for you or, um, you know, it's everybody has a different opinion on everything. And uh, I will say for the price point that we have the Zulu 9s currently and what the Zulu 10s will be, it's you just can't beat them, um, you know, for the quality of glass you're getting and uh, features. And I'm not just saying that because I'm the product. So. <laughs> I, I, I entirely agree based off my experience with them. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing all that anthony it's going to be yeah. uh fun to get some time behind the updated glass and uh more importantly at least to me is uh thank you for giving a listener an opportunity to win a pair of these new zulu sixes so i uh, really appreciate you guys hopping aboard and giving away a pair of those here this month in june absolutely man we are more than happy to do so we'd like to do more of these too so keep it rolling yeah, in terms of like guys can go check out the Zulu Sixes now on the six hour website and then just yep. is that like a check back later in July if they're interested in the Zulu tens, or is there some like place you would say, hey, go follow us here, or do this type of thing to make sure you don't miss those updates? So Zulu six HDX, the new version, um, and how you guys will know that the new version versus the old version, the new version is like I mentioned, FDE, the old version is gray, and then it's obviously got all the new features. Um, you can get those right off of our website right now or pick them up, uh, you know, at any local retailer that has them. Um, and then as far as Zulu eights and Zulu tens, um, you know, obviously follow the, uh, six hour hunting page. Um, I'm sure we'll be leaking some stuff there. And then um, we've got, shoot, we've got all that stuff in people's hands right now, collecting photography and video um, for the Zulu 8s. And then, like I said, uh, yeah, we should have those by, I would say, launching the end of July. So um, stay up to date from the six-hour hunting page. And then um, if you're not on the email list on the six-hour page, um, jump on that. And that'll alert you as soon as they uh, go live on our website and are available in market. Well, there you have it, guys. Don't forget to check out exomountaingear.com forward slash podcast to enter your email, which will enter you into the giveaway for the new Zulu 6 HDX image stabilizing binos. That link will also be in the show description. As always, we appreciate you guys tuning in. If you haven't yet, hit subscribe or follow in your podcast app so that you receive future episodes automatically. And if there's something we can help you with or you have a question or topic suggestion for the podcast, just send an email to podcast at exomountgear.com and we'll talk to you soon.